I'm Kat Bresser, Clarity Coach, helping people figure out who they are, where they're going, and how to get there. Oh, <laughs> you're listening to talking about my evolution. And today, I guess I want to talk about angels. I finished up listening to Kyle Gray's three-part free webinar on angels. He's selling his certification course on, I don't know, how to be an angel, in touch with angels person. But, I mean, Kyle Gray, he's a Hay House author. He's he's one of the younger authors. He, he he's just a, he's just the most soothing, accepting, beautiful energy. He's just, I, I love listening to him because he has this beautiful Scottish brogue. But um, he's just so gentle and kind. He, he was saying like, anything you learn of value in these webinars, please pass it on. You have my, in fact, not even my permission, like you must pass on to other people. We must share the light which I just thought was so beautiful. Um, I caught the second half of the first one, um, all of the second one, and most of the third one. And in each one was about an hour long. And in each one, he basically um, connect ABCs you, connects you to the light in the beginning. Um, and then at the end, he, he does another prayer. So he, he takes 10 minutes to connect you to the light. Um, after saying hello to everybody. And then, I mean, he plugs his book a little bit. He plugs his angel cards a little bit. But basically, he spends like 30 minutes telling you that the angels are all around you. And um, the most important takeaway I had was that if you want help from the angels, you have to specifically ask. Um, They do not interfere with ban. Um, unless it's a life or death situation and that person is needed to, you know, for, for the world to maintain its, um, trajectory or whatever its mission. (laughs) I don't know if the world has mission, but, um, so yeah, that, that's my biggest takeaway. If you want help from the angels, you need to ask for it. And you can intercede on someone's behalf. You can ask for help on someone's behalf. But you have to ask um, under the... uh, With with grace. Uh, You know, I was busy answering phone calls and taking care of students when um, he was talking about this. He used a particular phrasing. And, of course, I know from all the work I'm doing in the spiritual realm, like, you don't have to use one person's set of words. Um, so, anyway, but but invoking grace. Um, grace is such a beautiful concept that Carolyn Mace talks about so much. Um, and Tony Robbins, too. And grace is just something that's kind of beyond words, but it is uh, like heaven sent. <laughs> it's touched by the divine. It's just that special blessing, blessedness that's just sort of has that je ne sais quoi. You just can't fully describe it. 
but um, when you invoke the angels on someone's behalf who either isn't like fully there mentally or fully there physically or unable I think you wouldn't want to do it if they were unwilling, but maybe, you know, and that's maybe in the case of addicts or something like that, or murderers, rapists, you know, violent criminals. But you can call on the angels to protect the, that person and, and hold them in their arms or save, you know, not save them, maybe save them. I guess you can ask for whatever you want. Um, but, uh, yeah you can do it without you know under the guidance of I don't know invoking grace if you want to know more <laughs> look up Kyle Gray's stuff but um, I just I, I really enjoyed these webinars they were so soothing and they weren't the hard sell in fact he did the push at the end of the third one for the class and I had to go I had something else going on and it, I don't know, I didn't feel badly just shutting it down because Kyle Gray, um, well, he didn't seem uncomfortable selling his program. Um, it didn't seem like super crazy urgent. Also, I, I don't need to be certified in angelology or it, that's not what he calls it. But um, because, I mean, I know, I mean, he, so the second part of each thing was a guided meditation and in one of them, he had us close our eyes and imagine a color or feeling or something um, around us. And so um, when we did that, I imagined a very strong light blue presence um, almost touching my right shoulder. And so strong. And then another strong, um, deep not dark forest green, but like deep emerald green, a little further out on my left side. <clears throat> and Kyle asked, you know, do you get a message or a word or an image or a color or something? Um, and I just heard love, which I took to mean, well, I heard like, you are love, you are loved. And know whatever just love is all around you any and all permutations like and then when I looked around my circle I saw it was a circle like those were the angels closest to me but then I could see like every color of the rainbow like kind of all around me I saw a lot of reds and pinks in the like looking forward off to my left <clears throat> and I it, it was very comforting I have to say um, that blue presence, it was blue sort of like with white in it. it. It was almost a Mother Mary color. Um, and I, I mean, it's weird because I've kind of felt like I'm protected by, um, Mary, but it didn't have a name and it doesn't matter. I, I just keep being drawn to like the Catholic faith and like the Episcopalians I mean of course Mary is present in anything biblical but Mary isn't um, elevated to you know such a high level anywhere else but in the Catholic faith and I really find Mary's energy and presence 
comforting. So that's one of the things that draws me the most about the Catholic Church is how much they worship Mary. And I don't know if we should worship anybody, but um, I do love Mary's energy. And she's come to me before in different meditations. And so is Jesus. Um, Jesus is just really mellow and actually rarely tries to teach me anything. Um, at least with words. Um, but he's given me his shoes before. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kyle Gray, lovely man. And then I also listened, so we got sent home yesterday. There was a snowstorm. It wasn't as bad as the one over the weekend, but we were I guess we weren't sure how bad it would be. Um, it was pretty bad during the end of the day, and so we were let off work at 3 o'clock which I was super happy about. And um, while I didn't leave quite at 3, I was home by 3.30. And I decided to go for a walk around 4 o'clock in the snowstorm. And um, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. That was really fun. Um, I have these awesome new mittens. I had bought Franny um, nice ski mittens at Christmas. And um, <laughs> I keep borrowing them. And so finally I was like, fine, I'll just go and see, you know, I'll buy us all mittens, ski mittens. And um, I thought I'd bought Franny like down mittens or something because I bought them at Schumer's Ski Shop and they were kind of expensive, even though they were the ones on sale. But they were 40 bucks. I'm like, well, whatever, it's worth it. If we don't lose them, it's totally worth it. And uh, Henry thought like for some reason Franny wasn't going to wear them and blah, blah, blah. So I bought... Henry and I a pair and on Amazon like we didn't get the the top level brand or whatever but <laughs> they were half the price so anyway um my mittens but my mittens are warmer than the ones Henry got and my mittens are on the same level as Franny's actually mine might be warmer mine are so warm they're almost too warm <laughs> but I'm super grateful for that because today it's arctic like crazy cold it's negative five wind chill today um and it's going to be super cold all weekend so I'm so glad I walked yesterday and the day before and the day before that but back to angels so I've had these little angel cards forever and a day I used to go to um Unity Church in Warren and it's so I was starting to say um I also listened to Marion Williamson well when I was young, Marion Williamson had a long tenure, um, long for her. She came to Michigan for, I think, like six months and was a, a I don't know if you'd call it a priest, a, rap, a pastor or something. She was the officiant at this Unity Church, and she was a big deal back then. So I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, I knew who Marion Williamson was from... Okay, nobody's going, and it's green. Um, I knew who she was from, um, I think, from when I was at the clinic. And um, so when I came back, I guess it was 93 or 94 um, from New Orleans, because I was an inpatient down in New Orleans for a while. Um, I mean, 39 days, not forever. I, uh, for codependency, not for whatever, judge, don't judge, 
It really helped. It was wonderful. But I came back and I was doing spirituality stuff and codependency stuff and coda stuff and all this stuff. And I think that's what this was. It, although it seems like it should be sooner. Anyway, there was a time that I used to go out to Unity Church a lot. It was in Warren. And I worked in Warren. I worked for my stepdad. And so it was just amazing that Marion Williamson, this famous person, was available to me every Sunday. Now, I didn't go every Sunday. But I did go a few times. And... um you know, I loved her sermons. I loved those services. And uh, I haven't really listened to her since. I, I have a few of her books, but she's so big into The Course in Miracles, and I never understood it, like The Course in Miracles. I just couldn't get it in my 20s. And I've been meaning to... I, I've dug the books out, and I've been meaning to read, and I... I I haven't. I've done so many other things. And um, anyway, I listened to a lecture on the Hay House radio yesterday with Wayne Dyer and Marion Williamson. And I just, I love her. I mean, she did start to get political at the end. And this is back, this lecture is from 2006. Um, but aside from that, um, she was talking about second puberty and coming into your own you know after 50 and of course that's where I am in my life and so it was really powerful and really great and I think I'll probably talk about it more later but anyway I gotta go I'm at work so thanks for listening today um go talk to your angels all right have a great day thanks bye